Hello everyone. Welcome to the What Should I Do Next show. It's me Prithviraj again here uh talking to you guys with a new episode talking about multiple topics that you definitely would love listening to. So here's uh the second episode of What Should I Do Next where we'll be discussing about careers, navigating layoffs and how emotional decision making and bouncing back is a key factor that uh, all of us could skill upon and advance so i am excited to have two incredible guests with us um shilpa kulshreshta and mr kapil who um are renowned coaches and have been in the industry for a couple of years by now uh before we dwell into the discussion uh over to shilpa uh, we would love to hear your personal background and experience thank you prithvi and it's a pleasure to be on this show and to be talking to your audience look i come with a corporate experience of 16 years i have worked for companies like deloitte tech mahindra westpac um so uh, 16 years in the corporate went through a, lots of ups and downs and i think kapil and i are here to add a different flavor to you know redundancy layoffs firing whatever you know different shapes and forms our career sometimes comes in in between and uh, creates problems for us uh, so um today i work with people who are in their mid career people who have worked for 15 20 years in their in their career and who are at that point where they feel that the job has you know job is not that exciting it's become a little boring um and they feel that they are not uh, working up to their potential so those are the people with with whom i work to help them create the next big thing in their career that's wonderful chilpa thank you so much for the introduction and we look forward to your you know added experience and your thoughts on how you yourself uh, you know have coached so many people around um you know to help them navigate through this difficult situations thank you so much for being on the show uh over to you kapil um just to you know set the context uh i'm sure kapil has also been part of microsoft so i would love to have a introduction from you kapil over sure. to you yeah really glad to be here prathvi um and really excited to be sharing the stage with shilpa who i consider as my role model obviously you got to say that about your wife otherwise you will be in a problem so <laughs> anyways um look i have worked for 22 years in corporate life with the likes of microsoft cognizant um my career story is a bit different um you know it's not that of a rosy picture about trying you know growing into corporate ladder and and really finding my nirvana and those kind of thing i did grow pretty fast at 41 i was a director at cognizant i was one of the two founding members in cognizant australia um i built this business up i i took it to a certain level when i won a 100 million dollar deal um you know really grew massively um but my my career and i and i yes i did have a massive setback of getting fired from microsoft and i got fired from microsoft not because there was a there was a layoff spree or anything like that i got fired because of performance reason because i was actually not working properly you know so that's what happens to you get fired and the reason i'm sharing here it is because you can have setbacks in life you can have challenges in life you can have problems in life but if you don't stop you could end up being a owner of a 2 million dollar business you could being a coach you could be you could end up being at a place where you feel full of life full of energy and full of full of impact so um, any which ways to going back to my own career stories in 2017 i was done with my corporate life i had realized that i was a misfit i had realized that that this was not me it was somebody else's life somebody else's success i was following and so that made me result like you know quitting my job starting this journey really fail massively in the first year in 2018 and shilpa joined in 2019 more than 4 years back and since then we have built up this business to 2 million dollars a year so last 4 years we worked with people across 16 countries in last 3 years i've kind of added over 8 million dollars in their salaries um you know we work only with corporate professionals we are super passionate about it and when like just one a small personal example is that i did not have courage to talk about my being fired from microsoft till 2020 when the layoffs and all of those kind of things ha- started happening and i was invited to somebody's podcast and i just thought that there were like 300 people there and i was like i got to share this with them and 
it was so much so that I was so fearful about it that um, I couldn't even put it in, in the book, the Shilpa, and I wrote like three, four, almost four years back. But that day, I realized that I got to share my story. And I can tell you that I put my story on LinkedIn. The very thing that I was scared about judgment, not a single person judged me. Not a single person trolled me or called me a loser. So that's why this topic is really close to my heart because people lose job today as if there's no tomorrow. You know, I get frustrated by the fact that companies call family, family, family. And then, you know, you get fire, your know, family, family fires you. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes not performance reason. Performance reason, absolutely 100%. They should do that. I got what I deserved. But other people, there are people who are performing very well. You know, so this is this topic is very close to my heart. And, you know, I'm hoping that I won't hurt the sensibilities at Microsoft when I when I talk about these things. Um, because fact is, it is not a good thing. It is like companies calling employees, family members, and then saying, sorry, family member, come back a year later. No, doesn't happen. Thank you so much, Kapil. I mean, um, you know, it's very difficult to be vulnerable enough to, you know, come and speak um, about your journey. And uh, I would um, definitely applaud uh, the way you've taken yourself uh, from that particular position and to the position where you are right now. A part of a, your thoughts and your experience would definitely encourage our audience to learn to navigate uh, these difficult situations where an uh, if you see how uh, the current scenario of layoffs is turning around and more and more companies joining the league. Um, so first of all, I I would, uh, you know, want to take, uh, you know, your opinions on what do you think current layoff scenarios with companies, both in Indian startups and various other, you know, tech giants out there? Absolutely. Look, um... I would say um, like having, and I'm here, like before I get to the question, I'm here just to add a different flavor to this conversation because I've gone through layoff, redundancy as, I, as it was called, and couple has gone through that firing. And what we are here for is you might have different shades of personality. You know, couple is a massive extrovert. You can see the kind of, uh, you know, energy he brings in. And I'm a massive introvert. You know, I bring that calmness. So you can be anything. But when something like this happens in your career, I believe that it's a moment for you to reflect. It's a moment for you to reflect. How has life been so far? So literally, if I go back to what happened to me in 2018, where, you know, these big layoffs had not even started. I was working for a company called Westpac for nine years, and I was um, I was basically doing the same thing, restructure of the team. For nine months, I was preparing this target operating model, and on the day the model was to be announced, I, who had created that over nine months, my name was inserted in that list, and I came to know with the announcement that I'm also the one who is impacted by it. So, you know, life brings those curveballs, and sometimes, you know, uh, we need to understand that that a lot of times these layoffs, it has got nothing to do with you. It is because of economic reasons. It is to cut off the cost. It is because of reorg. It can be it can be reasons which are not relating to you. That's one thing. The second thing is it might be relating to reasons. Uh, it might be uh, it might be reasons relating to you. Like in my case, at that point. I just, I just reflected on what happened that I was one of the person who was asked to go. Was I not contributing? Mm -hmm. And uh, why was it that there were some people who were asked to stay, there were some people who were asked to go, and why was I in those people? And when I reflected back on my journey, I realized that, you know, I had stayed in this illusion that I was still that outstanding performer, which I was years back, but few years into the journey, you know, 10 years into my career journey, I'd stopped being one, you know, and I had gone deep into the layers of mediocrity. There are two things. One is because of company reasons. Second is because of your own reason. How is it that you are doing? And that is the point where you sit, reflect, look at your life. What is it that you can do differently? You know, going forward, mm -hmm. what is it that you have been missing? 
for me personally being an introvert i had fallen in, into the trap of invisibility so i was literally the last person in the queue so anything that the team didn't want to do will come to me and i just couldn't say no mm-hmm. and over the years i ended up doing the task which was literally extra as you call it and i was the one on the side picking them all up and feeling you know creating an artificial construct around my self worth and one day it had mm-hmm. to end and that was a day and that day when i realized that i was deeply wrapped into mediocrity which is what my tedx talk is about i realized it is also time for me to pull up my game because mm-hmm. i have not been performing you know what my worth is i have not been living up to my potential i have not been doing justice and in a way i mean at least in my case the company was right to say we don't need you any longer go you're not needed yeah so uh it is both those things and you need to sit back and see mm-hmm. what is within your case thanks shilpa um thanks for sharing that um just i want to pause here and uh, reflect back during the situation when you faced uh, this particular you know uh, layoff scenario I- i'm sure um, like you mentioned all of us are different uh, few of us are introverts few of us are extroverts where uh, we tend to share our feelings with some people um so how did you um you know cope this scenario and what are the few emotional aspects of you know getting laid off because uh, there are few different set of personalities dealing with it differently so what are those factors that you experience when you had to face the situation uh that's an excellent question because i haven't actually i mean i have walked so forward from there that i have not actually thought about it but when i when you asked this question prithvi i remember i didn't tell my family like i told kapil i told the girls uh, i we told our girls but i didn't have the courage to even tell my mom uh, my father in law you know our siblings we just couldn't tell and i remember making a brave face in front of our parents saying you know what i'm think i am thinking you know we started cooking up the story i'm thinking of leaving westpac and everybody was surprised because you know i had stories that i'll carry back home and all that so everyone was surprised and then i remember in the social settings i i said oh i left westpac and this and that so i did carry a brave face but behind it it was a slap on my face basically it was a wake up call at that time and i went i did go through the feeling of you know what did i do where did i slip why didn't i see it coming why did i let go of those 4 am thoughts where i had this feeling about oh, i'm feeling small as i enter that big building of westpac every single day i'm not feeling good about my worth i kept ignoring those things and at that point they all came and they were like a big monster in front of me saying that you you did it you know it was everything uh, pointing fingers at me and at that point i had two choices one to take that big chunk of money that westpac gave me because 16 years of career 9 years with westpac and go and join another company very common thing in layoffs you know the other thing other difficult part was to at this point at least at this point to take a pause and reflect back on where did the slippage happen from my side because that's all i can control i cannot control i mean uh, other people companies and all that but i at least i can i can take a look at myself where is it that i could have done things differently and that started a deep dive inside me and this is what i would say i mean i will i will come to it later maybe you know uh, there's a question around it but it started a deep dive inside me where i started bringing myself in alignment with who i was because i'd slipped from there i'd gone out of alignment i was no longer that school topper national level ranker uh, the one who who had started with five amazing degrees you know all that pride all that ego was badly trampled at that point of time so i had to literally put myself back you know find my missing pieces re- reconstruct myself that is where you know mm-hmm. i found my true strength so i i believe sometimes you know these things are a wake up call for us it is about how we take it and we don't take it 
uh, upon why did I do this? It is about, okay, how can I take it from here? How can it make me more stronger so that I can deal with it? And also, you know, uh, like we are doing today, give power to the other people who are dealing with, uh, who will deal with this tomorrow. Thanks, Shilpa. Um, that's very encouraging enough. And um, yeah, I'm sure I can relate to the point of, uh, you know, not sharing it with parents um, because I think that's the emotional safe that we have with us. It's our people where uh, we don't want to sound indifferent. We don't want to sound uh, someone who's lost something. So uh, anytime we gain something, we just uh, head back to our parents or it could be our spouses, um, you know, and then share our happiness with them. At the same time, uh, a lot of people, um, you know, choose to not share this with different reasons behind it. So um, thank you so much for that, Shilpa. Uh, I would like to head to Kapil and understand uh, his, uh, you know, encounter with uh, you know, the layoff scenario and how did he actually feel at that particular uh, moment and what were the thoughts that were running across his mind? So Shilpa really shared pretty much all of that, all of those core points. I really want to add few more things in there from my personal perspective of getting fired. And as I said, when I got fired, it was for purely for performance reason. There was no layoff and there was nothing happening. There was no redundancy. It was purely for performance reason. Whatever it is, the first thing that happens is a guilt that why it happened to me, what did I do wrong? And you start beating yourself up. So, you know, we talk about human beings judging other people. I think we are actually the biggest critique of ourselves, number one. Other people's mistake we can forgive, but our mistakes we can't because somehow we, we, we actually judge other people with relatively lower standard and us with way too high standard. So that's first thing that happens, which is again, my message about don't do that. Like you're human, things go wrong. That's just one expression of your life. That's not success or failure. Failure is a part of life. So, you know, some kind of a gyan thing about it that just, just don't take it personally, number one. Because nobody else out there in the world can define how good or bad you are. They're rewarding or they are punishing a behavior, a set of, a set of repeated behavior when you are basically getting fired for performance reason or for whatever, whatever reason. So... They're just reacting to circumstances that doesn't make you as a person. So that one realization that is so critical and I wish I had senses to do that. I remember tears. I remember, you know, going to Shilpa and calling her and she leaving her Deloitte meeting and coming over to meet me and, and crying. And I remember thinking about money. I remember then wasting my time and self-doubt and all of those kind of things because like, how could it happen to me? You know, but one, one more thing, which was great, great for me, which is what I did, which I would recommend everybody, is that go and talk to your manager, not in defensive way. Because my conversation with my manager who had fired me created so much change. And I had interviewed this manager like two years back and, and you know, he was so amazing. He was a great guy, but he had no other option. That In that conversation, he allowed me to hit a reset button. And as a result, I could just get back with my, my, my life, find a job and move on and all of it. You know, so... It leads to painful moments, sure. But one thing that I did, which was really wrong, is that I did not actually stop at that moment. Like Shilpa was saying, reflect on yourself. I think in my case, that was my number one opportunity for transformation that I missed out. Because for me, I was a misfit across all my, throughout my career. That was my number one time when something was seriously wrong, when my boredom got better off me. You know, first year of Microsoft, I was a blue-eyed boy. And then what happened? I stopped working for another one and a half years. So my boredom really got to me. That was my opportunity for transformation. And because I moved too fast, I missed it. In 2017, however, I didn't move too fast. 2012, again, similar thing almost would have happened. That Cognizant would have fired me. But it didn't happen, unfortunately. Fortunately, they did not happen, or I would say unfortunately. But I had these wake-up calls in 2000. Five, I missed a chance. 2012, I missed a chance for different reasons. But 2017, I didn't miss a chance. Um, and incidentally, the circumstances were completely opposite. There was no firing. There was nothing. There was actually conversation of a promotion. And that time I realized that in my mind, I didn't deserve it. So that's what lead, lead, to, lead to my flipping. So, bit of a digression. But this is my message that things will go wrong. 
companies are unfortunately after i know there was a talk from simon senek where he spoke about he spoke about how before i think 1987 or 1983 somebody coined this term that term that before that the companies was basically a group of people who were basically you know for common good or purpose of creating value for end customers and i think 2000 i forgot when when happened 87 or 93 or something the definition was changed to that companies exist for profit and that's when the whole things started falling apart and we still have the same old definition of companies are my family and all of it companies are not your family you have an exchange of value relationship doesn't mean you don't you don't add value to company and be negative about it you have a relationship of exchanging value with a company give tremendous amount of value and that's about it and you get tremendous amount of value back that is that is one part right so second part i want to also touch upon which will part it's upon about is that when you're and you were talking about it that you know you don't tell your tell your friends and family i want to just put it out that when you make yourself vulnerable you actually actually you may think that you open the door for other people to attack you but then if i make myself my soul naked my soul visible then who can attack me because it's all visible what are you going to say to me that i'm that i'm not already talking about so if you when we when we think about other people are going to judge me because i'm talking about my being laid off you're missing a massively massive opportunity because you're worried about one two or three people at max i mean i mean three individual at max who are going to judge you three total under any circumstances you're fired you've lost all our money you had to you came on road you don't have money to pay for your kids there are three people who are going to judge you negatively that's it and you could write their names that oh actually um prithvi is going to judge me rakesh is going to judge me x person is going to judge me and then you will see that for those three people you are holding yourself back or those one person you are holding yourself back and that's just just share it the world is much 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 better place than you realize and it's actually not that judgmental and i think um the person who we think are judging us uh, do not end up um, you know contributing anything to our success or to our failures that's a very you know important part of it yes 100% absolutely sure. i just want to add on to it uh, prithvi because times have changed since you know we it happened with us you know the layoff the firing happened it has changed and now it is much more easier because you have gold mines like linkedin where you can literally go and say this is what happened and i'm looking for help and right. i'm that you know um uh, that famous dialogue with which is there the whole kaina the whole world comes uh, together to make it happen for you you should sure. just be so the biggest lesson that we learned was vulnerability you know if you can just be vulnerable and you can stand tall there okay this happened what from here you know i've got these strengths i've got this experience there are again again people who are you know if you are the right kind of person if you are still standing tall not because of you know false ego but with all your vulnerability because this is a time when you have shed all your masks all your cloaks with which you have been walking probably in those years right. and you are your best at this point of time people will be there to catch you to i mean i mean to 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 take you with open arms in better things much better things are coming your way truly truly sherpa um i think um, the moment that we realize this i think it's easier for us to navigate any circumstance or a challenge that comes across to us in our lives because a what we are doing is we are accepting uh, you know what we are reflecting back on you know what we could have done better and uh, what things could improve us and give us some space and room to grow i think that's what uh, majorly these layoffs could help us understand and bring us a positive aspect to that so i think i um, completely agree on uh, kapil's part that uh, you know neglecting the you know minor setbacks on what people might think what you know people judge about me uh, rather than focusing on opening yourself up and looking up for the opportunities that are around us which we might completely miss on you know being in a closed room or a closed environment in our own minds so i think that's something that also helps you know majorly during these times so uh, talking about uh, the current scenarios uh, 
शिल्पा आई थिंक वॉट इज योर टेक ऑन हाउ द फ्यूचर ऑफ एम्प्लॉयमेंट एंड द वे करियर कुड बी यू नो एनविजन फॉर अ पर्सन बिकॉज ड्यूरिंग द ले ऑफ एंड ऑल ऑफ दी सिचुएशन दैट पीपल हैव टू फेस वट डू यू थिंक अ करियर वुड सब्सिट्यूट इन द लॉन्ग रन फॉर पीपल एंड so it was it is um these are the times when we can literally redesign our careers you know based on our strengths i would say this is a second chance given at this point what is happening in the world you know the future with the ai and technology and all those things we don't know what it is bringing but if you can figure out what is it that you are really good at so it is not about a very big area but a small area which you can make your niche and if you can start experimenting with that area you know that is that is where real gold is i would say so uh, what has been happening over the years is we have fallen into the uh, you know journal practitioner category where all of us you know are trying to do everything you know and then at a point and we deal with people who are about two decades into the into the career they are at a very senior positions and still at that positions um and i'm talking about vps senior executives and after two decades uh, of their career they are just thinking what is it that we have done what next like if something layoffs happen to them they just have no idea about what next to even apply for you know and i'm telling you the fact which i've seen in my with my own eyes so we have fallen into the journalist category but this is a time when we become a specialist any day um if we compare a specialist uh, with a journal practitioner specialist makes more money they do are doing much better quality of work than a journal doctor so that's what we all should uh, focus on what is that one strength what is it that we are really good at and make that the basis for redesigning your career so these are the moments when you can literally sit down with a pen and paper and i'm not kidding because kapil and i this is literally what we did it, did it wasn't easy you know to be fair it wasn't easy we had a lot of failures um you know these naysayers that couple was talking about we had a lot of naysayers we had a lot of people judging but i think with our eyes on the tar- target we kept failing we kept getting up we kept making a fool of ourselves we kept being ridiculed and being okay with being ridiculed and we ended up redesigning our career which is very different from what we were doing so this is the time when you can sit down with a diary and a pen and just start writing how do you want to see yourself in the next you know not even 5 years just 1 year from now how do you want to see because who has seen 5 years you know gone are those days of the interviews where we used to say 5 years where would you be you know market changes economy changes you know platforms change so just 1 year from now how do you want to see yourself and start working towards that you can literally be whatever you want to be thank you shilpa that's pretty insightful on how do you approach your uh, you know career in these difficult times and what is that you need to focus currently and uh, you know keep yourself up and running for um uh, my next question would be to kapil um how do you muster up the courage and uh, you know come beyond the self doubt situation and you know overthinking and various other aspects of you know uh, mental hazards i would like to call now uh, during these situations and what's that particular uh, you know step or a you know a formula that you applied um, to you know bounce back to you know a situation where you know you're happy enough yeah i think there are a few things number one is really about starting to journal starting to write down i'm feeling bad about being fired because i'm feeling bo- bo- bad about being let go of it because and and when you go into the depth of it you just realize that number one is not a judgment on who you are i think practicing the self forgiveness that look i stuffed up i i did some mistake maybe i did um what most people do is that they do two things they they start blaming their companies they start blaming their manager they start blaming others and it's very easy but one 
core principle is nothing positive can ever come out of something negative. Like it just can't. And even if it comes out slightly positive that I feel better about myself because it was my manager who made the mistake, it will catch up with me because I know I'm lying. Simple stuff, right? So writing it down and writing options about, you know, what is it that I could do differently? How do I, you know, set, practicing self-judgment, self-gratitude, practicing that forgiving myself that, you know, I did this, it's okay, let it go. Like, you know, um, that's okay. What can I do now? What are my priorities? You know, I'm a big fan of writing it down and I wish somebody had taught me back then. Writing it down, writing it down, writing it down, going to that level of detail where I know I have an actionable plan ready. And at that time, you just get up and do it. Now, what does it mean that you get up and do it? When you make yourself vulnerable, one of the big advantages is that there's no shame now to reach out to people and talk to them. Everything good that you do in life in such a case is going to come from conversation with people. Reach out. Actually, tell people openly, look, I've just lost my job because of uh, this thing layoff. I don't want to brood over it. Can we talk? And you do not know that, that you know, what that talk will open up. You talk to one person, perspective changes. Something else comes up. Then talk to another person. And you might be going in this direction, but you end up in that direction meeting somebody who suddenly says, I've got a job for you. Boom. And then not only that, it also shows that you have the resilience inside you. You you're, you're emotionally mature. You have the higher emotional quotient. And it just shows a lot. Like, fact is, every like those days are gone when we were actually in a job for like 15, 20 years and all of it and life was amazingly honky-dory. In fact, you know, some of your listeners might get pissed off at it, basically. But if you're above, if you're beyond seven years in a company, you will become part of the furniture. Simple. They're going to hire somebody else at the same level, add much more money than you do, but you, they're going to pay like 3%, 10% salary increase and make it make it look like it's a, fake, it's a favor. You know, you will be passed over promotion. And, you know, you could say, Kapil, you're a skeptic, but I'm yet to see a place where somebody is in a company for 10, 12 plus years and they're like amazing. There are people like that, but very few. So the gone are the days when you're married to the company forever. And instead of that, don't say that, oh, job is just a thing. No, job is a very important thing. It's an our best expression. So understand that you are in a game of creating value for your end um, stakeholders at the workplace. That's it. No more and no less. You create high value, you will always be rewarded. Sometimes you will not be. Fair enough. Move on. Just don't stay in that. So the more you focus on it, the easier it becomes to bounce back because then you say, you know what? I've got a value. Like tomorrow, somebody hacks into my LinkedIn. Please, I'm not giving ideas to listeners here to hack into my LinkedIn. You know, and they put some sleazy, stupid post on my on my LinkedIn and all my 21,000 followers and connections basically just 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 remove me and all of it. Nobody can take away the fact that I contributed value to hundreds and hundreds of people. Nobody ever can take away the, the fact. I could lose my house. I could lose everything. I could lose everything. But nobody can take away the fact that I contributed value to those people. The more you do it, the easier it is to bounce back. I, ho I hope it answers the question. Um, totally, Kapil. I think um, it's a great way on how you could self-master the courage to come out and do stuff that you've never tried. And that's what, um, you know, when you remove the shame out of yourself, um, it helps you and fuels you to do things that you never tried earlier. Because um, once you're down, there's no other way than um, you can either look at the front and just move ahead and try out different things. Uh, thank you so much, Kapil, uh, for that. Uh, also, I think uh, I would love to understand your perspectives on how does one manage his, you know, finances and, uh, you know, his outlook to finances during the time of layoffs and post that. Uh, I mean, how does one look at its finances in a way that could help him fuel his current journey or, you know, whatever he's looking at, you know, pursuing towards. My God, you're asking Any this question. That you one is a, yeah, one is a chartered accountant. One is basically one doesn't care. So can I go first on this one? I think it's just so cool. I'll sure, go. sure. Please, you know, feel free. So look, um, because I don't, I don't want Shilpa to steal the show always, right? So I want to go first. <laughs> so um, 
one of the things that unfortunately happens in these cases is people start consolidating and saving. But unfortunately, in that in that entire process, they pass a message to the universe, to the energy, to the gods, to whatever they believe in, is that my life, my dream, my ambition is secondary to my circumstances, and they they become they become more like a victim to their circumstances. I think this is not when when things are going wrong. That's not a time to go small. That's a time to be louder, be bigger, be much more than who you were. That's the very time. Most people basically shrink down and become smaller and hide themselves. Like, oh my gosh, I should not speak anything. Otherwise, I'll get laid off. Sure, of course, if you don't speak in meetings, you will eventually get laid off. But you know, and you're manifesting the reality by being in that way. Oh, I've just been laid off. Let me just save all my money. And then you know what they do? They actually, they do not invest the right coach, right program, right skills, right, whatever it is. And because they're saving for a, for a rainy day, the rainy day is forever. Now, like the thing that got Shilpa and us out of the financial quagmire that we were into was investing on ourselves. It's basically going crazy with that. It's going out and talking to people, traveling the world. It's like when, like if you look at it, I came to Australia in 2009. It was GFC. At 2008, when they started and sending a non-billable resource to Australia, it was a big deal. Why do companies do that and individuals don't? Why is that company has a plan and individuals don't have any plan? Why is it that our career is so much in the request response mode? Or why is it that we are such a big victim to our managers and supposed all, all those organization politics, which becomes a forever present stone to throw by this thing and is saying, that's responsible, you're responsible, you're responsible. Why? You know, because, because it's, it's, just, it's just convenient. And same thing, I become smaller when things are going wrong because I think somehow I will get by my current, current crisis. That's not what life is. Life is not about, you know, somebody smashing me and I falling into, me falling into the river and then somehow coming out of it and somebody again is smashing me. Life is about being able to get out of the river at my own whim and survey the scene and powerfully emerge, submerge into it when I want to. You know, so please don't make yourself small. Please don't make yourself, um, you know, don't engineer the smallness. You know, when somebody says you're too loud, get louder. Thanks for that advice, Kapil. I think um, that's much needed because um, when you're in these situations, you tend to, you know, think alike with what, uh, you know, the people around you think and how the flow is going on. And you just think, why should I not just go with the flow? Rather, I think, uh, you know, surpassing it and going on the opposite direction, like you mentioned, go big and, uh, you know, give your best to do, you know, the thing that you're doing and what you plan could, you know, give you better results. Um, I would love to, you know, hear your perspective, Shilpa, on that as well. Absolutely. This is my favorite question because we have dealt with it. And um, we did screw up on a lot of things, but we did uh, take right decisions on others. And um, coming from a lower middle class family, you know, my tendency has always been. So when Kapil was saying you play small, you save, I was thinking that he's talking about the previous me because this is who I was. Saving was what we were taught in the childhood, you know, save because life can go wrong. And when something goes wrong, we hold on to that money and we say, this is for the future. And that's where most of us lose it because we start playing small. We start being risk averse. We start creating constraints in our head. We start creating budgets. But life is not, a powerful life is not created out of a budget, right? It is about looking beyond those constraints, looking beyond those finances at your possibilities. And those possibilities will not actually become a reality unless you look beyond, it, you know. So I would say that see whatever you can do if you need help. Like if we have some physically some problem, we go to a doctor, we ask for help, right? So these are the times when you can literally ask for help from the people that you know. You know, one of the things that um, we we uh, we have learned is find out who is who is your rich uncle and figure out you know if that person can help you in this instance with something. It is okay to take money. It is okay, and 
I'm telling you this from our personal experience because Kapil and I, we have been massive givers. So we were the people who were known to give. And when this happened with us in 2018, 2019, a lot of things happened, but we just, uh, just to uh, cut the long story short, we went broke. And at that time, we could have just, you know, both of us not working, both of us out of the job. We starting our coaching journey, not having clients, not knowing what to do to make money, making peanut money. Uh, it was easy for us to keep playing small, but that small game would have continued for a long time. But we decided that, you know, we're not going to stay in this. So we did a lot of things. We asked the bank for help, uh, for hardship allowance. We asked, uh, fr asked friends for loans because we knew that we needed that money to invest in ourselves so that we can become capable enough to play a powerful game in life. You know, we did that. And you would be surprised. There were some structural changes that we did our, at home. We created wall inside our living room, right in the middle of our living room. And there was literally nothing. We be became broke. There were $563 in our bank. We didn't know how to deal with the uh, next month's bill. We got up one morning and we created a wall in the middle of the living room and we gave our portion of the house on Airbnb so that it can feed us grocery from the back strengths of the vegetable stores. You know, those two, three days old vegetables, that is what our family fed on because we knew that we need to look beyond this and we need to continue investing in our own capabilities, in our competencies so that we can get the certainty, we can get the courage that we are and the competency that we are looking for so what we would suggest is in your life whenever this happens this is definitely not a time to engineer any more smallness in your life it is your opportunity again i would repeat it's your second chance to go big and do not let constraints rule your future That's a very valuable insight, Shilpa. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I think um, one other point I also want to touch during this journey, um, which you both have experiences, um, you know, building a personal brand. So you both have built a great personal brand, you know, post your, um, you know, the situation that you came across. So uh, what are those, uh, you know, you know, markers that you give, to our audience where they could learn how to build these personal branding and understand the power of networking and gain insights and you know leverage the resources out there like linkedin or any other platform absolutely so first thing that i would say is vulnerability that is really important and somehow you know the word brand is getting a negative connotation even though we started with a positive one but it's about placing yourself out there in the market because you cannot hide any longer. You know, I learned it. An introvert like me, even though I'm shy, even though I fumble for words, even though I speak less, I cannot be in my hiding place. You need to get out for the rest of the world to see what is it that you bring to the table. The first thing is vulnerability. You know, introversion became my massive strength, something which was my weakness all my life. It became my massive strength. It became my massive niche, I would say. So be vulnerable. That's the first thing. Secondly, look at the goal that you want to achieve. Is it, uh, you know, getting a job? Is it to get promoted? Is it to uh, simply to get visibility? Is it to step into leadership? Is it to become an entrepreneur? What is your goal? And based on that, start sharing little, little things. You can start very small. You know, you can start with simply sharing a quote. And then once you become comfortable, because I know the first thing is, no, I haven't shared anything and I'm really scared. So take a quote which somebody else has said, put it out there and just add one line to it. You know, that, that's how you can start. And then slowly as you do it over, uh, over maybe a week or two, then you start adding some more things and you start seeing things in your feed. You start writing short posts, then you start doing long posts. If videos are your thing, just like Kapil is really good at videos. For me, I love to write because I'm a writer. That's my thing. But for Kapil, if you ask him something, he'll literally take a phone and he will say, in 30 seconds, he will come up with something amazing. That's his strength. So whatever your strength is, put yourself out, that, out there in that form. And before you realize, 
your you know brand or your visibility will be created so it's not that big a game it is more about the rules of vulnerability and the second rule is consistency it is not about the one who is the most intelligent it is not about the one who is the loudest it is not about any personality type it is all about consistency consistency doesn't mean that you have to post every day pick up your own rhythm if it is once a week once a week if it once in two weeks once in two weeks but stick to that rhythm that's what i would say i think that's a powerful point there uh, shilpa specifically starting is a really tough task people don't put their first step uh, out there and you could try out writing or you know creating videos whichever you're com- comfortable on so thanks for that um kapil um coming back to you i'm sure uh, you know you have uh, you know 21k plus followers on linkedin so if you could tell us the trick that uh, you know you used to build this that would be great help for us audience yeah copy shilpa <laughs> no uh, that too but look thing is that most people use their network when they need it and that's not what network is a network is a place where you contribute a lot more so that when you reach out and you want something you get it fact is a lot of people basically say i need a job can you give it to me and and this is something which i have discovered like you know we've discovered through this our engagement with people that if you reach out to your entire network let's say you know of those people you probably know like 50 or 100 together at max that itself is a very big number it's likely that three people will ever respond positively so many people would be sh- too shameful ah oh, should i would i and you know oh, i don't care three people like less than 6% people will respond and if you are reaching out to everybody with like that remaining people you are just burning out completely so two things a do not reach out to people for jobs help please don't do that unless you're saying i've been made redundant put a public post out you will have support of unknown people you know that forwarding for wider reach kind of thing and your jobs will come in, in in your way um but build your network before you need it like if somebody listening to it is not on linkedin and not active on linkedin they're actually committing something akin to a career suicide in future and it's as harsh a statement sounds it is really really a career suicide if you think oh suddenly i'll go to linkedin and i'll reach out to these people and i'll ask for a job and someone will give it to me no fact is 85% jobs do not even ever get advertised 15% jobs typically get advertised how do you tap into the jobs which are not advertised how do you tap into it you tap into it by building a network around you by having a name for yourself by having a good personal brand authentic personal brand not like i need to have a brand like a b c or b like this by be like this person no whatever i share i share if i'm passionate about you know cloud computing i should share about cloud, cloud computing but i can't pretend that i'm passionate about cloud computing because people will see through it you know so know what you want and then connect with those people and do not ask for a job please build connection put comment on their content if you like it if you don't like it don't otherwise people will people like we have this thing that human being can smell a rat from a distance they smell a sneezy guy from a distance and they don't know why they are not preferring that guy but they can smell that for a distance from distance and that's when they don't engage with you like shilpa and i we have this like shilpa has much more shilpa like 25000 followers or something and she writes much better quality content than i do you know she really takes time and she loves it and i take 5 minutes to just write something and i just want to share my opinion and i put it in right and sometimes i'm pretty brutal about this shilpa is like really she's thinking for stakeholders she's thinking what is it that that they need and what is that inside me she's like really really good at that uh, and so we have different style and if i try to follow her style i will actually fumble and people will just see this and i tried by the way and i failed you know i did try to fall just no so be yourself be authentic put yourself out there and it's not about number of likes not about that it's about engagement linkedin is that beautiful platform give 100 unit of work one will come back to you and that's about it i think that's a great point of advice again kapil um i'm sure our audience would um, you know take lots of inspiration from both of you today and um, you know navigate through different points that you guys mentioned on you know how leos can be a changing point in our lives rather than just you know taking and considering them as something that happened to you which eventually is not in your control 
but um, you know what happens post that is completely in your control on how you can yeah. control yourself hold yourself together understand reflect and then bounce back to be a better individual than what you were prior to that so um i think um, majorly thank you so much for sharing all these insights and i'm sure um you know kapil and shilpa you also have a few courses and trainings that you offer um you know on coaching and various other topics that we spoke today if you could share more on how could our audience reach out to you guys or you know how do they get in touch to learn more and you know you know connect with you one on one for that that uh, yeah so one of the things that is is i, I want to make sure that people uh, like completely differentiate is that shipan are not trainers or teachers or mentors we are not we are not trainers or teachers or mentors belong to the growth segment which basically they know stuff and they teach stuff and they help right because if we were how do we coach ceos or cfos or vps and and people who are basically looking at board membership what we are is basically we help people with discovery process we help people in discovering who they already are coaching is about expansion it's not about fixing and there is no one size fit all so i just i have this thing about like you know i'm not a teacher i'm i'm people, my clients are not my students they're my clients they're my responsibility in a way so um so you know so we but at the same time at the same time we do have something that is basically something like a training where we teach there are some things we know right i mean 5% we know 95% we don't know and we like love to be in the 95% because that's where our growth is as well but there are some things that we know confidence you know um managing politics or 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 basically having ways in which you can set up powerful goals and all of those kind of things um and you know so uh, so how people can reach out to us i'll just leave it to shilpa to define but you know we are happy to really something um you know when we go for a podcast we want to really leave something special for them which is something simple um and that can make an immediate outcome for people in an hour's time so there is a special training basically on confidence which which you know where we actually you know I, we go into the depth of what is real confidence and you know like how is it that you could be surrounded by 15000 people who you don't know but you can still be confident how do you develop psychological confidence and not confidence dependent on achievement because if i try to build achievement oriented confidence i'm always going to be less but if i develop psychological confidence so there's a training which is basically if people can go to playful.com um which is our shilpa and mine like you know forteplayful.com that's our book name is also playful so playful.com/podcastspecial um you know they can actually they can actually access that um, free training on confidence but other than that how to how to how to reach out to us i'll leave to shilpa because it'll be the same answer and also at the end of it i don't want her to beat me up that that you gave my answer so yeah that's why so 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 that's pretty much it prithvi like what we do is like when layoffs happen or somebody is at that point in their career when they are assessing where do i stand and is it where i i'm supposed to be or where where i would love to be at that point we work with those people who are in their mid career to figure out the unknown zone the zone that they have never explored their blind spots because they just don't know what they are and they have just been working on their growth in a busy manner you know project uh, from one project to another from one manager to another one company to another we enable them to take that pause and to dig deep into that unknown zone that is where not growth but transformation comes they go through a massive identity shift where everything changes you know that is where jobs walk to them that is where they get promoted uh, and many times you know it's it's out of turn promotions in 3 to 5 months that is where double their salaries you know sometimes reaching uh, you know the 150% 300% of their salaries in a very short period of uh, months you know that's where it happens so the best way to reach out to us is i would say linkedin linkedin is our most authentic home you know i feel the websites don't do that much justice as linkedin because they are real people there they are real faces real designations so just send us a message on linkedin us or our team will take a look at it and but you will definitely get a response from us so search shilpa kulshresh kapil kulshresh and you'll find it easiest way to get to us 
thank you so much uh, shilpa and kapil for that and we'll have the links shared in the description as well and um, you know the website as well mentioned so that you guys could uh, you know have a you know chat with them and get to know more and if you need any help i think uh, you know definitely both of them are there with just a click around on linkedin so um, thank you so much for sharing that um, you know just to you know conclude on the conversation that we had um you know you kind of shared a really intriguing sort of experiences that you have you went through in your life and there have been situations where you have coped with emotional intelligence where you you know took that step forward which might not seem to be possible when you were the you know the older self that you might have been so um that's something that um you know our audience could take as an example learn through and master that courage up to be different and you know not being afraid of being indifferent from the crowd and learning towards how they could take this forward and grow themselves in a manner that would help them you know be uh, you know be better individuals um uh, yeah thanks for sharing the insights on how to build your personal brand you know how do you stop overthinking must up that courage and you know be yourself and go beyond and build a you know network and then take a conversation ahead with people that you don't know on linkedin and then rather than just sharing and asking for jobs you could also connect build those connections and um, you know redefine and rediscover yourself in a way that uh, you know would empower you to be better individuals so thank you so much for that uh, i would love to you know give a chance for kapil and shilpa to add you know their closing thoughts on this as well uh, i just say that you know just because time is diff- difficult for you just because there has been a layoff just because there has been a redundancy don't think that you are less you know do not come from the uh from a state of desperation you know because desperation doesn't sit well with the world people want to deal with powerful people and you are powerful you know just because uh, something is there right now a problem in front of you doesn't make you less powerful and these are the moments these are the moments when you are writing the story of your life i'm telling you tomorrow this will be the time when you will harp on and you will put on linkedin that this is what i did so basically you're writing those chapters right now it may be difficult i understand having gone through it like when i look back at at our life what we were doing it was difficult but today they are our strongest pages strongest chapters in our life that's what you are dealing with right now so put in everything every ounce of what you have leverage all the network that you have add value it is not about you know taking from the network it is adding value you will get multiple times in return and just keep moving because you are powerful yeah i want to add that few things which is basically a you know you're not your past i was slated for failure from every single aspect of my life i was fat i was upset i was looking for you know always looking for something else um pretty much every job where i when the day i resigned is the day I, they asked me to go so i was slated for failure but i did not fail so you're not your past you can always build it that's one and second is that that at the time when the when going is tough you're actually building mental muscles because when the time is and you know at that time it might look like very hard work but tomorrow when something else goes wrong as it will you'll be able to easily lift those weights so you know life will never ever be in a place where eh, no more challenges man i'm happy and that's about it because that's a pretty boring story you know in our life also there are going to be challenges and challenges which will probably break our back but it'll always bounce back because we are we're building muscles right at this very minute as we're going through the hardship as we are evolving as we're changing and that's what you're doing so these tough times if you've been laid off or you've been asked and all of it don't make it about your life so you're not your past you're building your muscles and my final message is basically is that in the scheme of things how much does a job layoff matters really 10 years later 
will it really matter you take a look at what you have around you your family around you people you love people you spend time with the laughter that you share that's more important doesn't mean that you only do that because then it gets very boring when you have that know that you're starting from a good place already and that's it yeah that's really powerful kavel thanks for sharing that and thank you for tuning in today and um, you know remember no matter what setbacks we face we always will find a way eventually to a more refined individual out of it stay motivated and keep yourself asking what should i do next we'll catch up in our next episode thank you so much